Are you ready to have your website get found by the right people? Are you looking to rank at the top of Google so you get more traffic to your website? Are you ready to learn how to use SEO and content marketing to grow your organic traffic? If so, you are in the right place, my friend. Welcome to the Simple SEO Content Podcast, where I show you how to combine the power of SEO, search engine optimization, and content marketing to build your like, know, and trust factor with your audience, which allows you to get found by the right people and turn those visitors into buyers. No more frustration or confusion and no more time wasted wondering if you're doing your SEO right. It's time to learn how to use SEO and content marketing to grow your business. Hi, welcome back to the Simple SEO Content Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Lintagen, and today I'm answering one of your questions. Now, if you have questions about SEO or content, do me a favor, DM them to me on Instagram at Etched Marketing Academy because I love to be able to use your questions in my content and it helps both of us. So if you have questions, please do that. This question actually came in from a member of my five-day, three-day website traffic booster class. And it was a fantastic one. I thought, well, let's go ahead and talk about this on the podcast as well. So how do I add SEO keywords to my website? I know I need to use keywords, but I'm not really sure what to do with them, Rachel. Perfect question. So what you're going to do is always start, there's a couple rules you need to understand about keywords. You need to choose a different keyword for each page or blog post that you're creating because Google is only going to show you a maximum of two times for any given keyword search. So if you're using the same keyword on every page of your website, you're hurting your ranking abilities, you're limiting yourself. So I want you to choose a different keyword for each page or post and make sure that you use that maximum of two times on your entire website. So you're going to need to keep track of the keywords that you're using. If you're on WordPress and you're using like the Yoast SEO plugin, it's actually going to keep track of that for you. And it's going to tell you if you've used this keyword as a focus keyword previously. The next thing I want you to do is to make sure that the keywords that you're using are ones that your website can rank for. This is really important. Some keywords are just going to be too competitive for you to rank for as a small business owner. Nothing against you, nothing mean, nothing like that. It's just the fact that you're not going to be able to rank for it because it's just too competitive. So if you're looking at a keyword and you're going to Google, and you're looking in the search results and people like Amazon or Zappos or Nordstrom or really big brands are ranking in positions one, two, and three, I want you to look for a different keyword because you're not going to rank for that one. You can do absolutely everything the right way when it comes to SEO, but if you choose the wrong keyword, you will not get results. And then that's just a big old frustration because you've wasted your time. I teach a lot more about this in my free classes. So go to the website, etchedmarketing.com forward slash freebies, get signed up for my free class, and I'll walk you through how to look at all of this and how to find the right keywords and all of that, because this is super important. The other thing that you really need to look at is what keyword is my ideal customer searching with when they're looking for this topic or this information? because we wanna make sure that we're optimizing with the right keyword. We don't wanna optimize for a keyword that our ideal customer is not using because 
We may be able to rank in position one, but ranking in position one for a keyword that nobody searches with is not going to drive traffic to your website because nobody's going to see it because nobody's searching. So your number one rankings on a keyword that nobody uses don't help your business. So you really want to think about your customer. What information do they need? What questions are they asking? What terms are they searching with? And I really want you to take note if you think, oh my gosh, my customer always asks for it by the wrong name. No, my friend, you're using the wrong word. You need to use the name or the word that your customer is using if you want to get traffic. I ran into this quite a bit in the corporate world when I was at the agency because we worked with these really big e-commerce brands. And one in particular was a British brand and they were wanted to compete in the U.S. market, which was great, except they didn't want to use U.S. terms. And I finally had to have a conversation with them. And it was not a super fun conversation as their SEO content strategist. But I said, you have to make a determination here if you're a British brand competing in the U.S. or if you're a U.S. brand. Like, do you want to be able to be found by a U.S. consumer or do you want to limit yourself to only the U.S. consumer who's willing to use the British UK terminology because they wanted to do something like sell sweaters as jumpers and pants as trousers and tennis shoes as plimsolls. And while those are the terms in the UK, they are not the terms that the U.S. consumer uses. So nobody was searching for those terms. They were not growing in the U.S. market. And they were not growing in the U.S. market because they were not speaking to a U.S. consumer. So I want you to keep that in mind. While that's kind of an extreme example because they were a big brand and all of that, and it was two different countries, you need to use the terms that your ideal customer is using so that you can get traffic. And you need to make sure that the terms that you're choosing you can rank at the top of Google's search results for so that you get found and you get traffic. It's pretty simple. So now that we've gone through that, we know that we found the right keyword. Now you're going to use it in all the places that Google's going to look for it on your website. To make this easier for you, I do have the SEO content quick start guide. You can get that on the freebies tab on the website, etchedmarketing.com forward slash freebies, or you can DM the word SEO to me on Facebook or Instagram, and that will send you the guide as well. You're going to use your keyword in your title tag. Your title tag is the very first thing that a potential visitor sees in the search results when they are searching with their keyword. It's going to show up above your URL. It's a maximum of 60 characters, and that does include spaces. So you are very limited here. It's a very small bit of information. Now, if you can include a call to action term, shop, learn, discover, find out, you can potentially see up to a 30% increase in the click-through rate meaning up to 30% more people will click on that listing with that call to action term at the beginning than one that does not have it. It's not a guarantee, but we definitely have seen that in research studies. So it's a really good thing if you can add it. Your meta description will also need to include your keyword. Your meta description is a maximum of 160 characters, also including spaces. This one shows up underneath the URL in the search results, so you're going to want to write this more in sentence format. It's going to be one to two sentences, 
fairly short sentences that's going to tell a little bit more about this particular page, this blog post, why somebody should click to come to read to learn more. You also are going to use your um, keyword in your header tags. Those are the big copy blocks that separate your smaller copy blocks on your page. So big font. So your header tags are going to be like 24 font versus your regular um, text might be a uh, 14 font. They're the real big ones. Use your keywords there. You're going to format those as H2 tags or H3 tags in your editor on your website. H2 you want to use for your sections. So like if you have a blog post that's three things, these are the three things you need to do for X. Thing one, two, and three are all going to be broken out with an H2 tag using the keyword. Then if you need to break sections one, two, or three down further, that's where you would use an H3 tag to separate that out further. Google looks at that and understands the hierarchy. So you need to help Google with that. You're also going to use your keyword in your copy on your page. Now, there is no such thing as a keyword density score that Google wants you to hit. I know there's a lot of confusion. I know there have even been some comments recently that Google had a specific keyword density score. Danny Sullivan, who is the head of search for Google, has come out and said, no, there is no specific keyword density score we want you to write to. There's also no perfect word count. We want you to provide value to your customer. We want you to give them what they need. We do not want you to write to a specific word count or a keyword density score. So use your keyword you're going to naturally use it because your copy should be about whatever your keyword is. It should be the main point. So go through and write it. What I like to have my students do is reread it out loud to themselves when they're done. If they have used their keyword too many times, which is what we refer to as keyword stuffing, it's going to feel weird and awkward when you read it to yourself and you're going to be able to tell there's a problem. So reread it out loud to yourself. That'll help you. The other places you're going to use it will be in your image file name. So you're going to want to rename your image. Don't ever upload another picture that says image 678. Promise me you'll never do that again. What you want to do is add your keyword to your image file name. Use the dash, the one that's the minus sign. Use that because Google reads that as a space in between the words. Now here's a little bonus here. If you include the business name, so keyword dash, keyword dash, keyword dash, business name, you can show up in Google search, image search, when people search your business name. So it gives you more chances to show up in the search results, so it's a really good thing to do. You can also use your keyword in your image alt text. So using it in there so that other screen readers and things like that see it and know it. And Google's going to look at the image alt text as well to understand what this page is about. So get my SEO content quick start guide, like I said, etchmarketing.com forward slash freebies or DM me the word SEO on Instagram or Facebook. That's going to have all the rules for where you use your keywords 
um, for SEO. And then make sure you take my free SEO class to get started. And then when you're ready, join me in simple SEO content, because that's going to be your easiest route to learn all of this. So you're not stuck trying to piecemeal everything together. I've got the class that walks you through it step by step, makes it super easy. All right. I will see you. That is it for how to add your SEO keywords to your website. I'll see you back here next week. That's all for today's episode of the Simple SEO Content Podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you visit my website, etchedmarketing.com, and visit the freebies tab. Right there, you're going to find the SEO Content Quick Start Guide along with the free SEO class. So you'll have everything you need to know to get started with SEO and content marketing. Then do me a favor, if you wouldn't mind, if you would do a rating and a review of this podcast on your favorite platform, that would really help spread the message. And I do greatly appreciate it. If you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram at Etched Marketing Academy, and I will see you right back here next week.